When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's only February, it's the 10th of February, but we are so loaded today, it is not funny. The Well, good morning, firstly, to Fireball Friday. We'd love for you to get involved. There is still time for you to do that, but we are jam-packed, and the cafe menu reads like this. UFC expert Matthew Crooks from the new show on SEM, which is just dominating them's fighting words. There's a huge bout on Sunday, undefeated bout, which involves our man Alex Volkanovsky, so we'll get the latest on that one, and how he might go. Suns coach Stewie Jew after 7 o'clock. The big guns are rolled out. This morning, ESPN centre host John Anderson is going to join us. Plenty happening in the lead-up to the Super Bowl and also trade chaos in the NBA with Kevin Durant being traded. Uh, Mark Leishman is going to have a chat to us for you golf lovers. The Friday agenda is back, and we're also going to have a look at uh, the bottom six AFL clubs from last year and how they might look to bounce back this year. The best analyst in the game is alongside of me. His name's David King. King, good morning. Morning, Cornsy. You've had, a, you've had a good week again. This I'm enjoying you and Jared of a night. I'm only catching the first sort of you know, initial starter where you don't let Jared talk for 10 minutes, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going. That's not true. No, I know, I know. It's going well, isn't it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's, it, it. It's good. It's a new format. We don't have any ads or news breaks in the first half an hour of each hour. So from 5.30 to 6, no ads, no news, and then the same from 6 till 6.30. So it is. it lends itself to good discussion, and we've had some terrific interviews on. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Might, uh, you might have just noticed there that we're doing a couple of chats around. John Anderson coming on from, from yep. ESP, and we, we couldn't get Jared. I think Jared gets over to the Super Bowl, and he goes to all the parties. It's his one time of the year. Away from home, he's, he's, he's got he's international, it's international Jared. It's a different Jared altogether. He lives a double life. You imagine him over Just there for two weeks. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! He, he come back last year and saying "G'day, man" and stuff I like know. that. <laughs> we got. They'll, they'll have that. We'll, we'll be able to find that. Jordan will have that in the system somewhere. Um, they know who you are, man. I think is what he says, or or you know who I am, or something like that. We'll find that in a second. But yeah, we couldn't get Jared, so we've had to go. Uh, to John Anderson, Big there's week. plenty happening over there. Huge, well, there's all sorts of stuff happening. The cricket's on as well, if you want to have your say on that. The Aussies have been a disaster, really. Uh, from the moment it was two for two, and then there was a bit of a rally with, with Smith and Labuschagne, but from all downhill from, from there, and then we didn't look to trouble the Indians at all, despite the controversy around the, the pitch. Kingy, we had, we had Ravi Shastri on during the week, who's Indian cricket legend. Yep. And a few people, I think, have wanted to say this to me before. Ravi, what is going on? I'm upset by this. A lot of us Australians are upset by the tactics used to repair this pitch. They've watered the middle, but they've left the length for a left-hander pretty dry and there's been a lack of treatment. Do you think this is... I've called it cheating. Is that fair? That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing on that side. It's more hype, more than anything else, you know. BS. (laughs) BS. <laughs> a few people have wanted me to say that's BS. Mate, it's funny you say that, right? Because I, I said to you, I've been listening during the week, I heard that. Oh, and I thought, oh, I like Ravi already. So I gave yeah. him a call back. Ravi, you wouldn't believe it. He doesn't think Trent Cochin 
can play as a half-forward flank despite playing 300 AFL games. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> what about his passion of hate for long-term contracts? Four years plus, no good. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> and he still thinks Jason Horn Francis will win the Brownlow this year. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I love Ravi. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. How good. Oh, that's, that's very, we, very good. We have a lot of fun you. with that during the year. Oh, Ravi doesn't what, know what he started here. <laughs> Won't be the last time we play that. Uh, what else has been happening? Was We're he get... right? Where's was, was well, it sitting? You watched end, it last night. Well, in the end, he probably was. So he probably was right. And I, I'm interested in our audience, the temper text, 0433. Sorry, it's the 40 winks temper text, 0433, 98, 11, 16. I mean, it looked hard work for us. They had no idea what was going on when the spinners came on, even though it was the fast bowlers that did the damage early. But then for us, we we didn't look like troubling them at all. In fact, Jared Healy sent me a message last night. He said, not one ball has troubled the Indians. Not one. And he's probably right. So Ravi was all about the the two teams having to bat on the wicket. um, And how can you call it cheating if that's the case? And in the end, they made us look second rate. So how, how do you view the selection changes that we made? No Travis Head. The two batsmen, Renshaw and Hanscom, are in. Todd Murphy took a wicket. He was the only one of the Aussies that got a wicket. But if you watched it, what did you make of it? 0 4 double three ninety eight eleven sixteen? Because we've quickly been put back into our box, the Aussies, after absolutely <laughs> dominating some uh, lesser opposition this summer. This is a tough tour. It's very difficult oh, to go over brutal. there, isn't it? It's the well, it just trip. doesn't happen. In 2004, I think we won there. And yeah. That's the only time in 60-odd years. So, uh, But I have been enjoying the, the commentary. The guy's doing a terrific job. I'm a big fan of, of Adam Collins, who does a great job. And then Jared will join them after the Super Bowl. I've got, we'll got a new favourite, Cornsy. Who is it? A new favourite commentator is here. Don't, don't, I'm nervous about where you're going to go here. What, because what if, do you mean? if it is the person I think you're going to say... He already, he already holds a large ego. It doesn't matter how And like, by you saying this, we'll give him an absolute license to go rogue. Oh, there's a lot of large egos walking the door here, mate. <laughs> it's just part of the course. Everywhere I go, there's large egos. Don't don't you take yourself out of that conversation either. <laughs> I think I think Fitzmagic, Miles oh, Fitzner, no, has become it. my favourite SCN commentator. You've done it. Have you, have you heard his work calling games of footy and cricket and all sorts of stuff? Yeah, I've worked with him. I think he's very, very good. But just ask him. Just ask him? Yeah. Well, that's okay. I don't, I don't mind it. I think I think you should embrace it. Well, you should get him on. Work he, with it. He'll be up. He'll, he he'll he have... will be the bullet of 2023. Okay. M he's the breakout star. It. Yep. Don't worry. You can have your Nathan Fife's going forward and Cochin going forward. <laughs> all those, those discussions at that time, that time of year. I'm telling you, Fitzner... It'll be Fitzner for PM before the end of the year. All right. Well, we'll ask the question. Who's going to be your breakout media star of 2023? <laughs> Kingy's gone with, with Fitzner. And Do you want to tell I, Jordan Cornelius is tearing me down here? Oh, no, flat. Yeah, a bit flat. Yeah. See, that would have been my team. Doing a good after, job, Jordan. After his heroics at the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, I will give you some, some intel, I think. Yes. Fitzner has seen an opening with Hutto leaving yeah. and some other opportunities. Yeah. He lives in South Australia, but he's now going to reside in Melbourne. Oh, well, th- logical. He has Maybe made, you should. There's a bit of jealousy made, here. That's what's he, happening. Hang on. He has made the move yeah. to reside in Melbourne because he feels like there's an opening I in don't, the commentary I don't, box. Hey, you know what? I don't mind it. A big week in footy, though, wasn't it? 
huge get, week. Getting back onto the half serious stuff, but I know we, we're going to talk to Stewie Jew later on. But Tony Cochran has been one of his greatest supporters uh, during troubled times or challenging times, I should say, over the last few years. When you just need that that person mm-hmm. to stand tall and stand up for the football club, he's been the one, like no other. I, I think he's been, whether you like him or not, he's been one of the strongest chairmen we've seen in the AFL system for years. I really like him. I, I really I said during the week, whenever I saw Tony Cochran was on the rundown for an interview that you were going to have that night, I thought, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun. He's going to give us something. He's going to be engaging. He was always positive about his club. He was never afraid to have a crack at the other clubs or if they felt like they were being harshly commented on. And even on the way out, he had a bit of a dig at Collingwood and, and how long it took them to get to 20,000 members. And he was engaging. And you might not have agreed with him, but he was he was terrific. He was a terrific ambassador of the sport. I said, Gold Coast, you go one Ablett and you go two Cochrane. That, that's how I see the more really? famous people that have walked through the doors at the Gold Coast. I don't know, who, who, would call. Be, I don't yeah. know who would be second. Well, it's going to be uh, Turk Miller. There's no doubt about yeah. that. He's he's going to be a superstar for a long time up there and has set, uh, has set the foundations uh, in place for what should be a successful period. But you're right. So good, so entertaining, always himself, has opened the doors to the place. He's taken us, he's taken the cameras into his own home on occasion. Yeah. You just wish they had have made the finals at some point through, throughout his, his tenure to give him some sort of reward. Nathan Fife stepping down as captain is an interesting one for me. Where, where do you where do you sit with these captains stepping down in say February? Yeah. Do you think there's been a little nudge for for quite a few of them? I would I would think so, and I would think there's a few more to come. At least one. I, I'm, I think Rory one. Sloan. Will, I think oh, yeah. Rory Sloan will be nudged. Um, just reading between the lines, there. it is late. I'm not surprised at all that Nat Fife has has stepped down. Um, I Dyson Hipple, I mean, will he be nudged? Um, I know we're getting serious. It's very early. We didn't like to. Yeah, do this well, rule. this is so. This is what we do. We, we don't ramble. We scramble. <laughs> so we go from light and fluffy stuff from Ravi Shastri into hard hitting stuff and and captaincy changes and things like that and whether it was the right move. Before we go to Frank, right? Before we do that. <laughs> Because this is the scramble. I just heard something and I saw something on Twitter last night. So the Minister for Tourism, Sport and Major Events right, in Victoria is a guy called Steve Demopoulos. Mm. I want you to have a listen to his little presentation to Parliament the other day. I was at John Kane Arena on the weekend for the largest ever WNBL crowd and uh, an opportunity to honour Lauren Jackson, the famous uh, netballer. Famous netballer. You've been busy. You don't miss no, anything. No, well, I, I like the stuff that comes up on Twitter. I really enjoy And Lauren actually favoured it oh, and sort of commented on it. Well, Brooksy's my favourite conspiracy theorist. Yes. He, he thinks because the, um, the the government are now sponsoring netball, it's a chance. <laughs> Wherever you get a chance, you must put netball over every other code. Even so he's, to the point... Have been rid- ridiculing yourself. Yeah. No, he's made any publicity is good publicity. He's had a stinker here, Steve. Oh, if you- he read Lauren's resume, she's our greatest ever. Like yeah. man, female, whatever it is, our greatest Australian basketball. She, her, she's a freak, and he's called her a netball. So he had one job. Our minister for conspiracy at the at, at the back yeah. has has also spotted something I this know. week that you 
love. I oh, know. What is well, it? It was on was on Twitter, and I'm going to credit Brad Kilbansky. I think it was the person who posted it on Twitter. It was the Hawthorne photo day, and he has suggested that the captain always sits next to the coach, and he's got like a bit of a behind the scenes, not an official photograph. It's just someone who was witnessing the photos being taken and the snap one with their iPhone. And sitting next to Sam Mitchell as what we think may be new Hawthorne captains, Dylan Moore and Sam Frost. Say that, do that again? Yeah, Sam Frost. No, say that again, Luke Darcy. There's no James Sicily. Frostball and Dylan Moore sitting next to Sam Mitchell. So uh, do, you, do you believe in that? Cause, no. Well, the person's right. I, I can't ever say that again. Say that I again. can't ever remember a time. <laughs> Where the captain has not sat next to the coach in a photo. Hawks fans, is Brad on Twitter? How many Twitter photos did they take? Barking up the right tree. Have they? Is this just one to get people off the scent? I don't know. Yes. But how would you think if maybe? And I heard some other people thinking, well, maybe Moore and Frost are going to be the co-captains at Hawthorne. But uh, no love for James Sicily. So there's a couple of conspiracy yeah. theories to start your fireball Friday on the scramble. Feels like we've gone in all sorts of different directions. <laughs> Frank Frank wants to take us in another direction. Uh, the cricket was disappointing yesterday. Frank, welcome. G'day, boys. Yeah, look, it was. We were set, we've been set up beautifully by the Indians. They've, um, they've, they've designed a pitch that uh, nullifies our main weapon, our, our quick bowlers. You can see that. And... Uh, mm. You know, credit to them, they've just been a lot cleverer than what we have, and we should have expected it. You know, um, they're not going to, they're going to try and grab that number one spot off us, and they're, and they're going to do it too, because, you know, we haven't been prepared properly to um, to play in uh, on those Indian wickets, because they've they've just been uh, so clever, especially this first this first pitch. I can't believe it. There's hardly any real bounce in it, is there? You know, the poor old quicks that really have to work hard to get any kind of decent bounces out of it, yeah. you know, so, you know, um, you know, we all probably expected it, though, didn't we, you know, we expected that something like this was going to happen, so, um, but I was just disappointed Australian cricket, we aren't that, we get a bit thick-headed, I think, and uh, I think we can, we can do it, you know, on every type of pitch, and uh, unfortunately, um, Indian cricket is just about uh, a little bit cleverer than us at the moment. Good on you, Frank. Thanks for your thoughts. Phil has given us a call on the back of the Hawthorne captain conspiracy. Uh, yeah. Phil, what do you make of this? Yeah, look, um, my wife's family, is, uh, they're all massive Hawthorne supporters, and uh, my sister-in-law shared a photo on our message group yesterday with Sicily sitting right next to, to Mitchell in the, the photo. So maybe they're mm. playing funny buggers and, and releasing a few different ones and keeping us guessing. Yeah, I like it. Maybe, Phil. I think he stitched you up. I think they got you. Well, they haven't got me. I'm just Hawthorne putting the Brooksy, question yeah. out there. Brad Kilbansky on Twitter has <laughs> been, been sucked touchy. in, and then <laughs> Brooksy sent it to the group shot, and we've all been sucked in. Yeah, not all of us. You, you're, I think like you're a bit – I think Ravi's got to you. You're a bit touchy. <laughs> you're all right. Not many get to me, but Ravi got to me during Ravi the week. A uh, few texts coming through. <laughs> 0433 They did musical chairs. Uh, Heppel has to stand down. Kingy, not even in the Bombers' best. 28. 28. Yeah, says Mark on the tractor at Hay Plains. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah. Um, and if you yeah, want to get involved, you can do so right throughout the morning. Because we are locked and loaded, the McCafe menu. Here's what it looks like. Matthew Crooks is going to tell us about Alex Volkanovsky. This undefeated bout on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Suns coach Stuart Jew 
John Anderson, chaos happening in American sports. We'll get the latest there. Uh, live golfer Mark Leishman is going to join us. The Friday agenda is back. And how is the bottom six AFL teams going to respond in 2023? We're going to tell you. Great prizes to give away. If you want to get involved, you can do that next. Very good morning. If you're just tuning in, we're halfway through the scramble. We don't ramble, we scramble, and we've gone in all sorts of different directions already. We'd love for you to have your say big show coming up, including the Gold Coast coach, Stewie Jew. And Kingy, we'll take a look at the bottom six teams last year, and the way you and I do it is um, what's a pass mark for season 2023. So we'll save that for after 7 o'clock, and we'd love for our audience to get involved as well. Andy is on the line. Andy, there was a massive trade in the NBA yesterday. Kevin Durant is gone from Brooklyn. He's going to play in Phoenix. You want to speak about trades in sport? Yes, I do, Kane. G'day, Kingy, my good friend from Melbourne. Andy, how are you, mate? Uh, good, thanks. Kingy, yourself? Good, buddy. Okay, my question this morning is, so the NBA trade deadline is looming. Name me three of the biggest trades in sporting history, you two. Oh, you've put me on the spot there, Andy. You give us your biggest first. Have you got three, Um, Andy? I'll give one of the three for the moment. Okay, right. I'll say say Trent Crowe got traded to Fremantle in the the mid-2000s. Did too. Yep. uh, It was involving the Trent, uh, sorry, the uh, Luke Hodge pick, wasn't it? It's a big one. Yeah. I like how Andy's starting to tease out his three now. I reckon that's a good strategy. Good on you, Andy. If you want to jump on that, you can. So I, I sort of want to flip it to AFL King. So yesterday, um, they, they, as I said, they traded him away. So Phoenix, for a 34-year-old, Kevin Durant, they gave up four first-round picks <laughs> all the way out to 2029. I love it. Plus three players. Yes. Like three, like not, not superstar players, but three good players all for the prospect of winning essentially one, and they would hope two championships. Because they've got Chris Paul, who would be, I don't know, Jordan would know, be 38, I reckon, 37, 38, Chris Paul. And they've got a young, very good guard in, in Devin Booker. And now they've got Durant. So their big three are big. And when you've got three big ones out of five on the court, you've got a good chance of winning. But you've sold your whole future. Do we need to be a bit more, like, I, I love the commentary around it, and I think it's good for the sport. But I wouldn't be supportive of, my club ruining their future for the prospect of one. What price would you pay no, see, just to be just to swim in the pool with the big sharks at the end of the season? What price is it? Well, this is the beauty of it. You you want your club to be able to make change at any point. Right. Like I, this is why I've always argued for the mid-season draft. Oh, I'm sorry, not against trade, it. Trade yeah. period. So we're where a bottom club can fast-track their rebuild by allowing a player that's deep into their years. And we've used, we used the example a few years ago of Goldstein going to Geelong. Geelong have wanted a Ruckman for, for forever, since Brad Ottens probably. Um, would they give up a first-round pick halfway through the year sitting 10-1 and one top of the table? You, you stop it at round, say, round 12, 13. So it's, it, it can't run till the end of the home and away. And then you get overs. You get overs as the seller. Mm. And you give up overs as the buyer. So you're pulling the top teams down over the next two to three years. They may win it. They may not. It doesn't matter to the team that's trading with them. And it, it fast-tracks the rebuild. We don't have enough levers to fast-track rebuilds. That's the biggest problem we've got. 
Yeah, and you've been passionate about this, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Um, but it's extreme when you are trading out to 2029s, and the, and the Lakers have done. For those that have followed it, the Lakers have done similar. Like they, Anthony Davis, they gave up all these picks for. They they essentially don't have any decent picks in the 2020s. So what does Lakers. that do? They got they got one title out of it in the bubble. They won a title, and Davis was awesome. Since then, they've been terrible. And LeBron James is 38 now. Davis doesn't look interested. He gets injured a lot. They then went for Russell Westbrook, who just got traded recently. But they got one. And I, I always say to my kids, if in your lifetime, if you see one Port Adelaide premiership, that's a win. So these people that haven't seen the premiership... You have to live for a while, your boys. Oh, well, well that's, the, that's the thing. Like they're, hard, they're hard to win. And if you see one and you're, in, you know, you're not a, an infant and you're not one, two, three, four years of age and you, you're there to remember it and, you, and you're involved and you'll have that memory forever, then that's so a win. If it goes wrong yeah. right, and you've given away the next four first-round picks, it forces you to get back in. So you have to trade out the stars mm. that are still on your list. Mm. Movement creates movement. I think it's a fantastic uh, idea. The AFL should be looking at it. All right. What do you have? What's your thoughts? We'll put up a Twitter poll. Thanks to Choices Flooring. Breathe easy with Choices Flooring. Breathe carpet range. Mid-season training. I think it's coming in. <laughs> what, what does, does it Ravi look like? Think? Give us your thoughts. <laughs> Ravi thinks it's what do you think, BS. Ravi? What do you think? Uh, that's bullshit. <laughs>